1: it's not easy being jeff lewis
2: i did cause all the problems but then i apologized and then i think we're good now i believe my purpose here on earth i'm a bullshit police officer i'm the bullshit police all of you have either quit or been fired before andrew did you quit a little of both
1: (laughs) jeff lewis has issues
2: Hey, it's Jeff Lewis and I have issues. In today's episode, Chris and Gabrielle Hansen and Doug Buden join the show in New York City. We talk about fearing Chris being babysat at the airport and my futuristic clothes. You brought your wife, Gabrielle Hanson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good to see you. Thank you. Um, we were, you were going to hang out and watch the show, but then when we were discussing this morning, uh, all the different you know shows that Chris is working on and I was just curious. I had all these questions for you. We don't even need Chris here anymore, actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can do. I'm gonna get some coffee.
4: <laughs> yeah. you See you
3: later, Chris. I got it down. Here. If if he ever needs someone to come She's in, heard it all. I've done it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just can do it all.
2: It's your whole life. I mean, is just devoted to you know these catching these predators. And, you know, you've got all this. If you go to WatchTrueBlue.com, you've got True Crime Nation, and you have Chris Hansen Live uh, Q&A. You have Predators I've Caught with Chris Hansen. Now, the, the there's also Takedown, right?
4: Takedown is the actual Predator show. Those are the investigations that we go out into the field, and we do sting operations mm-hmm. with law enforcement around the country, Florida, all over, Michigan, obviously. And um, that's the main Predator investigation that we do.
2: What's interesting is that, so you have your studios in Cleveland, right? Correct, so for True you're, Blue. So that's where you're, you're doing all of the, um, the, the what, the intros to the show, the outros? The intros, outros.
4: the tags, any studio work we do. A lot of times I'll do the podcast from there, for instance, Okay. Uh, if I'm not in New York or at our home in Michigan. So I can basically do that stuff anywhere. The interviews for the documentaries obviously take me wherever, wherever they are, you, yeah. and then when we finish the documentary, I may do some studio work, or we may do it in the field. But the predator investigations are all in the field.
2: And I think it's important to note, because I did watch, um, I watched Takedown, and there was one particular sting operation that I was watching. And I just thought to myself, to watch this all of the time could probably affect my psyche. (laughs) But you also do all different kinds of true Absolutely. crime. So you are doing serial killer documentaries, you're doing Much scams, you're doing, but, but at least it's like a little bit more diverse. Right.
4: And, and for instance, uh, the sextortion documentary that we've got going on, these kids are getting victimized online or in high school, tricked into thinking boys, thinking they're talking to a hot young girl. Mm-hmm. They get asked to send a photograph, sexually explicit. Kids mm-hmm. do this. And then the criminal, the extortionist, far away in West Africa usually, starts to ask them for money and embarrass them. And these kids are killing themselves at an alarming rate. And and we're doing a big documentary on that. In fact, we have a case in Michigan where for the first time they actually trace back to Nigeria made arrests and brought these guys back to be prosecuted in the United States. And all of this came from the Upper Peninsula in Michigan, Marquette, Michigan.
2: Well, oh this God. particular <laughs> takedown, which was with Dr. Joswal. Exactly. And now he's a 61-year-old man, and he, you basically or- orchestrated this sting operation. It was a, a 15-year-old girl. And... The thing that I noticed that worried me, and I imagine this worries you as his wife, you were saying that when he's doing these sting operations, he's con- Chris is constantly texting you and letting you know what's happening, everything's okay, because you worry about his yeah. safety. Yeah. That never really occurred to me until Dr. Joswell, he kept putting his hands in mm-hmm. his pockets, mm-hmm. and you kept saying... Take your hands out of your right. pockets. Take your hands out of your pockets. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. He could have a gun. He could have a knife. He could have all. Mm-hmm. And and you're sitting so close to him. And you also are confronting him and exactly. basically telling, like, you actually, you did say this. You lied about this. Because, you know, he's just lying, lying, lying about why he's there and the things that, you know, his communication. And, um, I mean, there were things that were... Upsetting, like to hear, like he was having com- Scott hi Scott. He was having conversations with. I guess this girl had braces, mm-hmm. and he was having conversations with her about. Was he concerned about oral sex with the braces? Because that isn't. No, a, it turned a valid, him that is on. A yeah, that, yeah. It,
4: it, I mean, well, yeah, it, of it, course. It <laughs> yeah, but he he literally has this fantasy where he wants to bring Oreo cookies for her to eat. Which would get caught in the braces and be part of the whole? Oral oh, he sex is fantasy. twisted.
5: Mm-hmm. If there was any doubt, yeah. now
4: we know he's yeah. twisted. But this was part of the excitement for him, and you see this in the chat as it develops. All of it, by the way, taking place while he's at his medical practice, seeing eighteen patients. He's so he's a multitasker. A yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
2: now he did send. I remember he he did send pictures of his penis he to this sure did. girl. Yes, he did. And you saw pictures.
4: I unfortunately had to see that. Yesterday. Okay,
2: you,
3: you see the pictures often. By well, the way. you I
4: look at them not because I'd like to well, see them. I look right. at them because you're spending it's part a lot of, of time looking <laughs> at those <laughs> pictures. That's <laughs> what Gabrielle
2: is saying. Dick, dick they're not on phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not on phone. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, kidding. I'm kidding.
2: But the other question I have too is, you mm-hmm. you guys were skiing recently, mm-hmm. and you're in the condo, and the family's there, and you're listening to tapes, and I mean, at what point do you walk in and be like, Chris? It's time for dinner. Put that shit away.
3: (laughs) Well, he sets aside, you know, he'll let everybody know that he has to record something or whatever. Now, it just happened to be that my sister and her husband were there. My sister was so excited to sit in the room while he tried to get the Predator on the phone. And she was, you know, this was going to be the entertainment for the night. And it happened to be the first time that he got on the phone. But he does say, I have to do this at this time. So either I'll go off wherever or you guys go do whatever. So it's not just like he randomly gets. Well, but in, the guy did call back in this like,
4: particular incident. He, you know, I put a call out there. I've already recorded the majority of the podcast and he didn't pick up. Uh, he called me back angrily and said, you effed up my life. And I thought that was the end of it. I recorded it. Literally, just minutes later, he calls back, and now I'm scrambling to get the recorder going again, Mm -hmm. and he says, I'm only going to tell you one thing. I said, okay, fine, you know. But No, the yeah, first thing he
3: said was, um, I don't want this to be recorded. Yeah,
4: and then I said, I have to record
2: it. So you had already put the podcast out about was, him.
4: No, it wasn't out. No. It was recorded. I had put it to bed to send to the editor to put it together. And okay. then all of a sudden, you know, we're getting ready to have our opera ski dinner, and he calls back.
5: He has notes. He
4: has- Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I want to
5: spend
2: holidays yeah. with the hands. Yeah, you know how to <laughs> rock a It's fun. Day. It is fun. Because you can't really, like, you have to stop dinner because you've got to take the call.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Gabriel is actually recording for social media to promote the podcast. Me interviewing this guy, who goes on for 20, 30, 40 minutes talking about the case. It was an hour. What it, what it did to his life. No uh, attorney, no nothing, no nothing. just he, answering you know, the questions. He ended up being very regretful and I think somewhat painfully uh, yeah, honest about it. And, 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 you know, But he went to prison. He talks about how other inmates treat child predators in prison, and it's not... Good.
2: What do, you, do? they beat the shit out of them?
4: Almost, but he it, saw it's other who guys get. they hate the worst. Yeah, get, get That's who. Did better. you say
5: that's who they hate the
4: worst? That's
3: who they. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the other prisoners hate child predators the worst. You can murder somebody, you can rob a bank, but it's the child predators, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. In they- fact, we had a years ago in like our second investigation, a rabbi was caught in the sting operation. He went to federal prison for like six years. And the inmates like to watch The Predator Investigation. So they're in the TV room oh. watching, and his episode oh, pops up no. on MSNBC, on the expanded versions of it. And they look, and they figure out, apparently his last year was not pleasant. Oy.
2: Wow. Yeah. Well, it, you were saying that, and you, there is a little bit, like, you have a little, a little sympathy for these people yeah. because, you know, they make a serious mistake, mm-hmm. but they ruin their entire life, mm. their marriage, their business, everything. Now... What you were saying to, or maybe it was you, Chris, you were saying that um, it's more than likely this wasn't the first time. This is just the time they got caught. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And you found that most in most cases?
4: In most cases, they say, I've never done this before. But mm -hmm. we know, because of the evidence we collect, it's usually not their first time. It happens. And sometimes, like in the case of Dr. Joswell, who you referred to earlier, he had an addiction to meeting women online but this might have been the first time he met somebody who was a teenager
2: with braces
4: with braces Mm -hmm. now was he looking for that or was he just looking for sex and this popped up Mm -hmm. i can't honestly tell you which one my my suspicion is is that he would have taken anybody who came up and this happened to be 15 and he started to get you know started to fantasize about it and right. turned him on at some point and he went for it well
2: he's 61 yeah. i mean maybe average looking he's not hot i mean he probably didn't have a lot of opportunities i'm guessing and then this came up and he took it but you were saying that it starts a lot of the stems from porn addiction
4: absolutely and and i think this is, <laughs> don't, this is <laughs> don't look at me don't look at me jeff lewis that's not an addiction So that's where it starts in many cases and, and when you talk to Uh, psychiatrists who go into federal prisons and interview predators, Uh, predators who have nothing to lose by telling the truth, almost routinely the ones who prey on children have viewed child pornography, almost without exception.
2: Have you got any closer to um, catching Doug?
5: <laughs> and
2: I was, wait. At this, least she's
5: wearing pants this you time. Can, <laughs> Last you, show, doctor. he wasn't. Um, I haven't shared pictures with you though. But Chris, you can watch porn and not be addicted absolutely. to it. Absolutely, absolutely. Just like you can have God a drink and not American be
4: addicted. White to it. guy, yeah. but it does. It, it's so prevalent, so available, and and there's so many kinks, all shoots, yeah. you know, involving underage boys and girls that some people. Become addicted to it. Now, are they predisposed to it? Probably. Mm-hmm. Was there something that happened in their childhood? Maybe. Are they wired this way? Sometimes. There's no one single fault here. It's a combination of things, and each guy is a little bit different. And we want in society, you know, okay, who is this guy? How do we treat it? How do We're we fix, fix it? it? How do we lock yeah. him up? And w- that doesn't exist. Mm. That's not. Kind of problem because
2: it is. does occur to me like, um, with uh, Dr. Joswal, I was like, God, I wonder what his upbringing was like. I wonder, was he abused? Like, how did he get to this point in his life?
4: Well, you know, for the first time in 20 years of doing these investigations, a guy I caught, being Dr. Joswall sat with me.
2: I was going to ask about that too, yeah.
4: In a very lengthy, no-holes-barred interview, his lawyer was there, and this was actually part of his community service, is to speak out and try to educate other men and prevent other men from doing this. Now, at no time did he tell me there was an incident in his childhood. What he told me was he had a void in his life. He got involved in you know, online porn. Mm-hmm. He started meeting women online, vulnerable women, who he would pay. For sex mm. and support and one day he got on and started down this road to relieve stress as he put it and he contacted this decoy With the genesee county michigan sheriff's office posing as a 15 year old girl
2: well you can relieve stress with someone over 18. exactly so i'm just curious right so i'm just curious why. i think
3: that's why he sat down for the interview as well as joe when we got him on you got him on the phone um was to try to explain why he would do this like some kind of an an excuse because he kept saying i needed the release right you know like that's a medical reason to on somebody. Well, I think he was
4: trying to get clinical about it to justify he it was, in right. his own mind. And, and look, in this case, they went through his phone. They went through his computer. They found no evidence of a prior contact with a oh, child. Wow. Okay. So he starts from a better point than many of these alleged predators start. If they toss your phone and there's there are other images of child porn, you're going to get it. But
2: he was headed down that road. Could have been. Could have been. And that I could mean have you been look he shows many up times.
4: he shows up at the Stinghouse, right, in his Range Rover, very well dressed,
2: mm-hmm.
4: comes in, he grabs the decoy on the buttocks. I saw that. Yeah. yeah which is just, which is shocking. Yeah,
2: he didn't waste any time. No. He went right for that he ass. He went right for it. And that yeah. that
4: bought him another charge, by the way.
2: Oh oh really?
4: Yeah. And in fact, before this plea bargain could be arranged, the defense lawyer, Mike Manley, had to go to the sheriff and the prosecutor and say look, you know, this is what we're trying to do. We think this guy can be redeemed. The sheriff actually went to the deputy, the the sheriff's department employee who was posing as the child, the 15-year-old, and say, look, are you okay with this plea deal? And if she said, no, I want him prosecuted, there would have been no deal on that charge.
2: So he sat down with you as a part, so he did get something out of it. It's part of his plea deal.
4: Well, not necessarily part of his plea deal that he talked to me, but he does have community service where he has to talk to other men who are in these groups who have problems with internet and sex addiction. So this will count ultimately as part of his community service. But the judge didn't say you have to talk to Chris Hansen. This was a choice he made and his lawyer.
2: Now there's the intention mm-hmm. and then there's the act. Exactly. So what so he actually did touch her. He did. Now had he not touched her that would have been uh, it would have been they would have been more lenient with him, do you think? Well, I, I think
4: he still would have been in trouble. I mean, here you still have a guy who got online, chatted with somebody who said they were 15, had a picture indicating that was true, showed up with Oreo cookies, red wine, Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. and sex on his mind. He yeah. sent a picture of his penis. He had a very graphic conversation. I want to be your daddy. I'll do you hard. I'm your daddy. Tell your daddy how you want me to do you. You know, all that stuff was in the chat and he's Can we there. get those transcripts? Yeah, I have them. Yeah, yeah.
5: I'm taking yeah.
4: them. Yeah. 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 Be careful with that. <laughs> it takes you down a bad road. But yeah, Doug, there's no question in my mind, right? I, I mean, I believe in redemption. I have empathy for these guys. Yes. Some of them, some not. Some I do. But there's no question in my mind that had a 15 year old girl been there and we were not there, it was not a sting, he would have had sex with this 15-year-old girl, without right. question.
2: Right, but there's a very there's very different charges, right? Cause exactly. Because you didn't actually do it. You didn't mean-
4: do it, but the solicitation happens online. That's the crime mm. right there. So, it, it, you know, it, it really, in some most states, if you don't show up, but you do the solicitation, they can go out and arrest you. They'll find you, even if you don't show up.
5: You take a note, Stuck? <laughs> Just for solicitation.
3: People yeah. often bring that up that they didn't actually do it, and it was a sting, and it was a decoy. But like Chris always says, what if it wasn't? They would have raped this right. He would have gone through with the act. And right. imagine too. I always say, what if that was your daughter? Yeah. And many that of these guys have. What if it was my
5: doctor? I mean, now
4: yeah. I need a new doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta be. I mean, this guy, and imagine you know for this moment of sexual pleasure that he was seeking. He had to give up his medical practice. Mm-hmm. He had to surrender his medical license. He spent four nights in county jail with his wife not knowing where he was. He contemplated suicide. He had a gun in the house that was loaded. All this because he couldn't control himself. Yeah. Wow. His
3: wife showed up for the interview, too. Yeah, which she was there, was which really is very interesting. interesting.
4: Wow. And in part two, which airs, goes out Thursday night on True Blue, she actually comes out To support him at the end of the interview. Do you think that lasts? Do you think? I think it does only because, I mean, she was mad as a hornet, as you can imagine. And, you know, obviously their marriage wasn't perfect, but, you know, she, she was so upset. I mean, here they are, this professional couple, this guy who, you know, came over from India, who went to medical school, who, who had this thriving practice, who raised, you know, Children who are now adults and professionals who are married, having their own lives, and they're looking at him like, "Dad, God, why, you know, why would you blow up your entire life like this?"
2: During the arrest, he said that he was having chest pains. Mm-hmm. Was that bullshit?
4: I think he was faking it. Now, mm. in the interview with me, he said he was having a, a full blown panic attack. I mean, Maybe, I,
2: I like, could imagine that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Guess oh, yeah, right. why. His life ends. Well,
4: because first of all, imagine this: he comes in his dream is coming true, at least for that evening, Then I walk out and he doesn't know, he's never seen the show. I mean, some guys literally say, oh, it's Chris Hansen. This must be the show. It's time for me to sit down and talk to Chris. (laughs) This guy was not one of them. He was, so his mind is racing. He's like, who is this? What's he doing? Is he a cop? Is he the mad dad? What's going on? And I drag him through it and he gives me a lot of detail. He tells me he had seen 18 patients because I was very detailed and, and, and probing in the interview. And then I finish up And the Genesee County Sheriff's ghost team comes in to start the interview. And they've got to handcuff him now, right? Right. And so now reality is crashing in. And he's angry. And I'm a good man. You can't do this to me. I'm, you know, this and that. And, you know, he starts in with a. Now, there's a medic right there. So they put the blood pressure cuff on him. They say, "Okay, you're not having a heart attack." And, and uh, but the I guess sheriff's the m- also said moment... that
3: that's not normal. This isn't how people right. Well, he's have, a
5: doctor though. Like he, he probably knows
3: what
4: right. to say. He, he didn't know what good to do. Acting. But this was Did you this was, yeah. Not good I mean, this was yeah. This was his best play in his mind at the time. And they right. calmed him down, and off he went.
2: You know, I him. will say, when you walked in to the studio today. There were a lot of nervous people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice
2: that people don't like being around you?
3: No, it's true. they
2: don't. They're, they get worried. Look at look, Scott. You were nervous. No, Scott, Scott was a little <laughs> <laughs> well, Yeah, imagine seriously. Imagine
3: he walks into the fraternity house uh, of our my, our son. Yeah, and yeah. you know they either are like in awe or they scatter. Right.
4: Yeah,
0: we've had some family members. scatter.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Extended family. Members.
2: Let's talk about, this was very interesting. Uh, Doug, you knew all of the information about our flight yesterday. So Shane and I, we we had a, what was it, a 2 o'clock, two, what, 12 o'clock? What was our flight? The flight, 10.36 a.m. Okay, I'm a little two off on the time. <laughs> so we had a 10.30 yeah. flight. And what was interesting is that, you know, there was obviously a storm coming into New York. I've never had a flight take off so quickly. So they boarded us fast, and it was like the second they pushed back, they said, prepare for takeoff gone. and boom we were like the first or yeah. second plane and they did that because we wanted to miss the storm and we ended up landing a half an hour early and then when we got to the airport JFK we were I was telling you it was in the terminal wow. and everybody started to get canceled and delayed and we we kind of made it just in time now Doug of course starts telling us about what plane i was on and all of the details hmm. it turned out this chris Hansen is also an aviation nerd. Oh, yeah. Nerd. Yes. Yeah. I follow Geek.
4: all this stuff. I literally, for 10 years, had a subscription to Aviation Weekly. Oh, uh, see, which that is, that's, which that's, takes it to a different level. It is yeah. next that level. Is of nerd. Nerd. But I covered uh, it's a news magazine for, nerds. you know, for yeah, nerds, <laughs> aviation nerds. But, uh, you know, at NBC, I probably covered virtually every fatal air crash for 20 years, you know, and, and so you learn a lot about. These issues. Yeah, you know, I've talked to people at the NTSB and the FAA, and, and so I follow all you know the the 737 Max jets, as you know, the 900s into the 900. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. it's a, it's a problematic uh, jet. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> but you know that,
2: you know what plane you're going I on. I know
4: exactly. I know. And now I try not to. Make Gabriel crazy mm. with all this information, but I must say that any time somebody in the family has an issue, who do they call? Exactly, they
2: call Chris. And what
3: is unless it, what you is fly the plane Spirit, get in?
2: yeah, well, that,
3: don't even. I, Are
4: there
2: particular planes that you won't get on?
4: No, Spirit. No, How, no I don't. <laughs> I, that's not because I have a safety issue. It's just I'm spoiled with but my status, from. right? On American and Delta.
3: But they did a solid one time. They it did us the a only, very solid... Yeah. The,
4: the only time I relied on Spirit, they came through. I can tell you yeah. that. Wait,
5: but you, mm-hmm. how do you feel about this? I, I'm the only one in the group who's been okay with getting onto a Max. Well, because right it's now, probably
4: the safest plane in the air right now. I mean, a lot of them are still grounded as they go through. What's yeah. shocking to me and what bothers me the most about it is how can you have a brand new plane and somehow... It skirts through all the checks and balances we have in the American aviation system, to the point where either the bolts were not fastened at all, weren't fastened properly, or and none of this was inspected. Whether it's Spirit, the company that makes the fuselage, the one in Kansas, Boeing buys and ships on a on a train to right. you know the the factory, or whether it's the final check at Boeing, how does this happen?
6: Is is that the plane where the side came off?
4: Yeah, the, yeah. it's a door plug, so they have a configuration. Uh, with more seats. And so on that configuration, they would have an exit door there. For Alaska Air, which has fewer seats on that particular plane, they put a plug in because they don't need an exit row there. And by all definition of safety, it should be bolted in and it shouldn't be an issue. But on that day, it blew out. And thankfully, nobody was sitting in the window seat or the aisle seat. The the young man who was sitting on the, uh, the the window or the middle, the guy in the aisle, his shirt got sucked off.
2: Yes. Oh. Now, what would be what would you prefer? So, um, Gabriel, you're sitting in the say the middle seat, and mm-hmm. you, the window blows out, and you lose all of your clothes. Would you rather get sucked out? <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah. Just me take me too. Take me. Yes. to be
3: on the new. I mean, let's
5: do
4: Yeah.
3: What safety? kind of outfit is that? We'll you, I don't think, think
4: you. Can that is uh, suck that is non-survivable. Off.
3: By non-survivable. the way, going back yeah, to our ski lift game. Neither yeah. would seeing me naked on the plane would be non-survivable. You're <laughs> right. Don't You're sell right. short. Good-looking gal.
2: Oh, I, wow. I would feel like yes, if I felt a little overweight or out of shape or bloated that day, yeah, and well, I lost all my clothes. You're not
3: going like, to look pretty. Well, if I didn't have this my spray tan, oh, right.
6: my my jeans are so tight; these are not coming off. <laughs> it, it could be a t- <laughs> t- suction. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah. uh, do you pack for Chris? Do you help him get ready no, for the trips? No,
3: he has it like down to a science. That if I did anything, it would be wrong. So, absolutely not.
2: I used to be very independent and I used to pack for myself. And then for many years, I've had assistants help me. But I've, I'm on an independent streak right now. Good so I told Shane, you don't need to come over this weekend. I'm going to pack myself. You didn't. Were you and scared? I was very proud of this. How did it go? No, go? I was
6: very happy. Well, because uh, we left on, on Monday. So, yeah, Sunday, I didn't go for you to pack.
2: And of course, I had to rub it in his face. I don't need you. He I'm called me on Sunday on specifically you. just to say, I'm packed. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm good. good, I'm, good. Done. I'm good. I'm packed. It's like so beautifully packed. Everything's so organized. There's no wrinkles. And um, so then I get to the hotel last night and I started. Well, un-
6: before that even, we, we sit on the plane and he turns to me and goes, I don't have headphones. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh.
4: You yeah, had to raw dog it. Yeah,
2: no. that's terrible. I, yep. So then I forgot my headphones. And then what's worse is when I went to unpack last night, I had absolutely no socks. So no, I don't know how I breaks, forgot socks. You buy... socks?
5: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
4: Mm. I forgot.
2: So now I have to go back and buy I have to buy socks
4: today. Well, I'm very fastidious about packing for travel, as Gabriel said, but I have gotten in the habit of wearing these Viore soft pants, you know, like Lululemon. Like Lululemon. Lululemon Lemon yeah, or, yeah, like okay. Lululemon. You know. And because they're so comfortable travel. I wear a sport coat for the pockets and everything, but I wear these pants, which don't require a belt. And so in the process of packing, because I'm not wearing a belt, I don't think about packing a belt or mm-hmm. packing another belt of a different color. So I get to the hotel for a shoot, and I've got no belt, so now I've got to go out. It's funny, thing. I
3: didn't hear about this. I no. need a checklist.
2: I think I need, a, need a checklist. You need a checklist. I was just going to say. That's what yeah. you're going to do. You're going to type out a checklist, and then I don't need you. I can I can pack it myself.
6: I'll make it with like Expo pen. You can mark now, it off. not no.
2: everybody has faith in me. Um, the the <laughs> greeter at American. I have never worked with her before. All because I think it started where she kind of stuck to me like glue the whole time. So what happens is that, you know, they greet you at the airport. They get you through security. They check in your luggage. They check in your, you know, they check you in to your flight. She takes me to the lounge. She's over explaining where everything in the lounge is. (laughs) (laughs) She's checks on me like. I, I said, well, she goes, when do you want to board? I said, I don't want to sit on the plane for 45 minutes. I said, I want to board last. She said, okay, well, we're going to, I'm going to come get you at 10.15, but I'm going to check on you in the meantime. So she's worried I'm going to like go somewhere. Right, right. Yeah. So she did check on me many times.
6: Like four times. Like four In an hour. In an hour. You don't in need to flag- check. This yes. is how unsure
2: yep. she is of me. All because there was, I said, where's the restroom? And she said, go straight to the left. And I did go right. Um, so I think well,
3: she's that, like, oh God. Oh, he yeah. needs checking. Yeah, yeah he needs he checking. He needs my help.
2: And then I said, when we're, it was ten fifteen, I said, you know what? I think I have to use the restroom again. So she repeats it. She's like, it's down the hall to the left. I said, oh yeah, no, I realize it's to the left now. And then I said, okay, well, I'll meet you right back here. And then she goes, well, the exit's right by the restroom. So why don't you meet me? Which made sense. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Right, mm-hmm. made sense. So then she walks me all the way to the gate. And I'm like, "Um, okay, so nice to meet you. I tip her, whatever, thank you. She's like, I'm gonna walk you on the plane. I think she thinks it's like a home alone situation. It's like a
3: child. Yeah, where I'm gonna get on the wrong flight. So she walks me. Little
2: Jeffy Lewis is gonna take (laughs) his first flight. So she walks me all the way to the door. And then she walks me all the way, like to whatever row
5: we
6: were. We were okay. seven, and then so we said bye again to get on the plane. She walks. She was like, "No, no, no! It's part of the service. I'll t- take you to your yourself." Yeah, but it's yeah. not part of the so service. She thinks I'm. Yeah.
5: It definitely is not. I've
6: never no, seen I them. She thinks I'm handicapped. Up. She takes us to row four, and we're like, "Okay, bye." And she's like. Oh, okay, bye. And so she watches us until we sit in yeah. the seven, and, and, then buckle she, the seat. and then she puts <laughs> she gives her thumbs her up. Thumbs up. Oh. So once Good I get in my, job. I get in my
2: seat, I put my seatbelt on, and she, I look at her, I got a thumbs up.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he has so many things in his profile. I make sure he gets to a seat, I make right. sure yeah. he uses the restroom. Yeah. Right. It's like, um, it's like a like a dog. There's like a just dossier guide on Jeff. Mm. Lewis, have you been to sure. the
4: new lounges at JFK oh. in New York? Oh, the lounge yes. within the lounge Soho. within the lounge. We've had a whole Soho conversation. conversation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's the, quite Am- something.
5: American Airlines mm. is aware of our conversations yeah. Yeah. about yeah. those lounges. It's By the really way, nice. I was also in uh, seat seven on my flight Were you to New York.
6: Foxtrot or Delta or Alpha? <laughs> I was Delta. So, <laughs> I was Foxtrot. Get
5: this. I actually downloaded the military alphabet and i keep that on my desktop just for when i talk with the airlines because of course we you know we all work in military alphabet mm-hmm. and i i have to say I always say this to american and I, I always act like it's the first time i'm saying it i go i don't know how i feel about d being delta <laughs> and i laugh and they go i know we don't like it either
3: because you use <laughs> <out of America. laughs> so that dumb
2: joke every time
3: every <laughs> <laughs> single so you, you and chris really might chris, be related we are somehow so like well, my
4: Tactic is to be unfailingly polite I'm to saying, every airline so. employee. <laughs> but when, but when, when it snaps back at me, I will write the letter mm-hmm. to the CEO. I mean, oh. I will be on Fine. the the phone before the plane takes off. I send the email out. We had an unfortunate incident in Detroit. I was flying very early in the morning by myself, and and I have the same bags <laughs> that I travel with every week on every airline that fit in every single overhead compartment. Same bags, and an airline employee decided to be unkind and make an example of me and make me check the bag, which I did without incident. But as soon as I got on the plane, yeah, fired off sent that your, email. Tier one letter.
2: You are like Doug. I, I, I just yes. up, and,
4: and but I always end with a <laughs> sense of humor, so I say, if you want to get back to me, I'll have plenty of time at this time because I'll be waiting for my bag to get off the bag check and reward
5: you. I sent. I sent an email. <laughs> During my flight here, mm-hmm. I said, I'm yeah. sending you this email from seat 7A yeah. on my Airbus 321. I had a broken headphone yeah. jack.
4: Well, I had I had one where the uh, the internet didn't work. Cause they, they yeah. needed it to rarely part. works. I said, can't you go to Radio Shack and get the part? Mm-hmm. Uh, how hard could it be? Wait, the by, the way, Radio Shack. by the way, you said yeah, you were
3: pleasant when all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I would need camera yeah, footage. I don't, I, it never video. pays
4: off to get... Snarky with an airline, but you
3: do point, have, an and most an of them are very way.
4: wonderful people, and I know. No, that. they're not. Well, to yes. me, no, they're they, not. Yeah. Not paid. at all. Yeah, no. They once in a while, you'll find a screw stinker.
3: You. They know they can screw you. Well, it's a we, lot of power. we you had fly a little. A lot too, we
2: had a little issue at, at TSA at LAX, Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so Shane got through, and then I got held up at pre-check, and there was. I don't know why it took three people to remedy this issue, but I got held up, and now the line behind me is getting longer. And they're trying to say I don't have pre-check, but my ticket says pre-check. But they said you're not pre-check; you're in the wrong line. I said, "Then why my ticket say pre-check?" So, but (laughs) but during that time, and I was cool; I was very polite. But during that, but I was feeling it. I was like feeling like ready to blow, and then all of a sudden, "Hey Jeff, how are you?" And I turned around, and it was my friend, like a. Like a friend from high school that I hadn't seen in so many years, so I was like, "Oh, oh no. I gotta behave myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gotta yeah. behave myself." Put it back so they're like, "You're gonna have to. You can't. Whatever reason, you know, there's something wrong with the system. Uh, you can't go pre-check. You're gonna have to get out of line and go to this line." And I was like okay, no problem, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, no big deal, yeah. And I was my like, high school friend, the celebrity. Because oh, I didn't want to make a scene yeah, in right. front of my friend from high school, so it actually, and you you had gone through, and you were waiting for oh, the- Oh, I was
6: through already. You were
2: ready for the, for the war. I, well, yeah. I, I was you watching, knew was, I, I yeah. knew there
5: was gonna be some drama, and
2: I was like,
6: I'm thank you. God, I'm 10 feet away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, <wasn't, laughs>
5: it didn't show up on your boarding pass? It was on the boarding
6: pass, but then when they, after they scanned it, they said it's not in the system, so I was like, if it's not yeah. in the system, why is it on the boarding pass? Next time, you know, Oh, we've had that happen. But I, it's got to be in the system to be on the boarding pass. Where did the
3: boarding pass? That's come from? what I said. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Yeah.
2: But it didn't make any sense. And so then I had to go. I had to get out of line. I had to go in the other line. I had to take off my shoes, my belt, take off my lap. The whole oh thing was God. whatever. But I knew that my friend from high school could see me.
6: Yeah.
2: So I was like, "Hi, how are you? Good morning. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. And then, and then she said to me, the woman, which is this is why they're not all nice. I was wearing, uh, I actually was wearing the same outfit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the exact same outfit. Outfit.
2: Yeah. She said, "I look like I was right out of Star Trek."
4: <laughs> oh no 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 no
2: no! I mean, that's rude wait, to no, say wait, wait, to wait, me. No, the TSA. That's not, that's not no, the TSA. It's, it's not. Because you look like you're right out of Star Trek. I'm like, well, that's not what I
5: was going for. But <laughs> yeah. but thank you. Yeah, I see it. Live long well, and prosper. I don't, I don't get it. it. I don't either.
2: I, yeah. I've never seen. Star you
5: know, the next time, <laughs> just an at LAX, right there, there is Clear. You can get a free six months of Clear. You could have just walked over. This is what
2: happened. We figured it out. Uh, when Amazon booked the flight, mm-hmm. um, which we need to talk to these people, yeah. they they pushed my my middle name and my first name together. Uh, there was no space, do it. Yeah. and then the wrong birth date. Yeah. <gasps> you have one job. Right. This travel agent in Amazon right. has one job, yeah. one job. So she fucked up the name, and she fu- or I'm assuming it's a girl, but maybe it's a guy. It's a guy. It's a guy. Fucked up, well, I don't know why I was assuming it was a girl, but it was a fucked up my name and fucked up my uh, my social security number and that's why I got flagged at TSA. Right. And that's why I got detained for 10, for 10 to 12 minutes while they were trying to figure it out. And yeah. they never figured it out and I had to go the other line and then I got insulted, said it looked like I was right out of Star Trek. Spock. Do, maybe that I mean? person Captain that booked Kirk. it didn't
3: like you. And, and Star Trek but was, very, so was so excessive. nice.
2: So then, maybe she was a juicy Art, scooper, my friend from went. high school.
3: Definitely. We
2: run into each other again at the lounge. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I said, hey, just so you know, I was totally behaving myself because you were there. He was like, I was wondering. He's like, that's not the Jeff I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get the lounge within the lounge.
5: Yeah, flagship.
2: Yeah, cool. yeah that's nice. Yeah. yeah.
5: Except they had Brussels sprouts with hot grapes. I did not like oh, that. Same. Love- yeah. I was like, did I'm not you? having that for breakfast. And I'm not, and I'm not that. having that before I get on a long flight. It's no. hot grapes.
2: It's amazing how many people, they're lining up, lining up, lining up. Yeah. I'm like, are you people even hungry?
3: No. They're it's just free. eating because
2: it's free oh, and it's yeah. there. Yeah. Emotionally eating.
3: I don't enjoy I the lounges like everybody else does. I don't enjoy it. But the one here
6: is nice. The one at JFK yeah, is great. yeah, it's
4: very nice. And you haven't been there with me. Not, the not next time the we go one. together yeah. from New York yeah. to. I don't to get to fly at the same
3: status as Chris. Yes, you do. <laughs> when I when, with when you. we're booked
4: together. Oh yeah, right. 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 That's
2: true. Are you at? A, are you have status there at American? Yeah. Do you and, always
5: get upgrades? Uh, not always, but uh, I've been fortunate. My flight back tomorrow, though, is is the the qualifying flight. So when I land at. In Los Angeles, I will be Executive Platinum again. Excellent. Congratulations! For They'll probably all of next year. Wow. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, They do that I thing where they do the yes. right? They do the water, the parade over the <laughs> yeah. plane. Oh,
2: that was. So you surprise. got seventy-five hundred miles for complaining, right?
5: Yeah. So I sent See, I sent them a note. Yeah, and I, I always s- get miles when I write the letter. Yeah, <laughs> I usually more 7, more, 7, more, 7, but more. they're not they're not qualifying miles, so it doesn't go toward your status. But yeah, I got seven thousand five hundred miles. But it was more important to me that the airline know that that seat 7 Alpha on that Airbus 321 has a broken headphone jack? Because somebody's going to sit on that fl- flight flying back to LA, yeah. and it's a and it's, problem. Not, it's not a hard thing to fix, by the way. No.
3: But would they stop the plane? Remember, for some little fixes, they'll
0: hold it up. And I hate when they reboot yeah. the whole system yeah. because yeah. some assholes yeah. doesn't
4: work. Yeah.
2: So now we all
0: don't yeah. have, yeah. I
5: have to like,
2: <laughs> no, pause as my- As long read. as you're not that asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I
5: am, I am.
6: I have yeah. Pause am I the, the movie yes. for 20
2: minutes, while yeah. they reboot it. I hate it, because a one person. Why don't you
6: read? Do yeah. something else. <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> I want to watch crazy- Yeah, go to sleep. No, we need to reset it.
2: Thanks for listening. If you want more of this, listen to Jeff Lewis Live every weekday on Sirius XM, as well as the Jeff Lewis channel exclusively on the Sirius XM app.
0: Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where OneTravel comes in. With OneTravel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip flights, hotels, cars, transportation. It's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online via app or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com/music or call
1: 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. The most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental? Easy. It's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the underside of a stranger's condo.